Welcome to the Anoxa Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan McNamara. This is a special bonus preview of some Patreon content I have going on over on the Analytics of Dynasty Patreon side. It's patreon.com slash analytics of dynasty. I recorded a podcast reacting to the news of the day, including the DeAndre Hopkins and David Johnson trade. Uh, and that led off the Patreon podcast. It was about 45 minutes worth of Patreon uh uh, content patreon podcast reacting to the first day of free agency um, plenty of content going on over there this month i've committed to uh, as i'm under quarantine <laughs> i committed to doing a podcast a day in the month of march uh, and so uh, plenty to talk about plenty to analyze i'm in the midst of a startup draft broke some of that down i'm um, talking some strategy as well um, and just so much keeps happening i have a couple of shows in the hopper that just keep getting pushed off day by day that i'm looking forward to them coming out so um, you can uh, enjoy this this bonus clip uh, and this bonus preview. Um, if you like what you hear, you want more content, you're uh, looking for something to do in this March as we're sort of slogging away at it, uh, go ahead and join the Patreon side and uh, get, a, get a podcast a day from me um, on a whole range of topics, Dynasty related. So patreon.com slash analytics of Dynasty. And of course, if you're looking for any reading material, analyticsdynasty.com slash shop but the book's still on sale 2020 edition as well as the 2019 edition are still available over there this is the first episode of the nfl free agency period much talk about the free agency what we could look forward to uh and uh, some signings some situations to look forward to and then Almost instantly it went off the rails. So, um, of course, the signings that are made uh, and trades that are made can't officially go through until uh, Wednesday when the league league year rolls over. There is some question about uh, uh, physicals and and those sorts of things. Um, And so nothing that has happened yet is is official. Uh, They do have to... Uh, do physicals and, and those sorts of tests just to make sure that pr- the player is physically competent to sign uh, and to fulfill their contract. Uh, so, you know, that's that's something to watch, although, you know, it's not tech- typically a big deal, but just something to keep in mind. Um, it, w- it went off the rails early on uh, with uh, DeAndre Hopkins getting traded to Arizona and david johnson coming back to houston and the the funny or interesting part or weird part i guess was the was really the the ordering of it and it was oh david johnson's getting traded to houston i'm like oh all right you know and there's some thought hey maybe this is like a salary dump the compensation is probably not going to be that much i mean even trading uh david johnson the uh, Arizona Cardinals were still going to eat $6 million in, in a cap hit and in dead cap money. Uh, and so I was like, all right, well, maybe there's, you know, maybe there's some, some, you know, Brock Osweiler type deal where there's compensation actually for taking the salary hit. Nope. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins in a fourth, go back to Arizona for David Johnson in a second. Um, I, I, Listen, I don't, I don't understand it outside of uh, Cliff Kingsbury has naked compromising photos of Bill O'Brien. Like that's that's the best I got in terms of 
the exchange here. I know that it was reported there was a blowout between DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien. Um, Bill O'Brien does strike me as the type of coach that uh, is an egomaniac and would just ship a top wide receiver in the National Football League off because he is, you know, upset and can't get along with him. I, you know, if you everyone, you know, at some point, it seems to me at some point that if everyone keeps having a problem with the same person, maybe it's the the person that everyone has in common with and not everybody else, right? The GM, Andrew Hopkins. I mean, this is a this is an ongoing trend of people that Bill O'Brien can't get along with, um, and now he's consolidated power. And you know, uh, I, I this is where we find ourselves. So I don't really I don't really get it um, in terms of <laughs> in terms of the whole deal. It doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, there is some uh, there. There's a, a little bit of conflicting report in terms of how the the picks are actually structured, whether or not there's a fourth going back um, next year from the Cardinals to Houston or not. That's a conflicting report that I have seen. So we'll look to get some clarification on that in terms of the compensation. Um, you know, this it's there's a lot of fallout from this. Uh, I I. My first gut reaction was, this is great news for Will Fuller. Um, and then I started to think about it more and more. And, you know, listen, I love Will Fuller just as much as the next guy. Uh, but I was, you know, hey, is, are they in the market for Stefan Diggs? Or, you know, are they in the market for, is there another shoe that's going to drop here in this, in this uh, trade market? that a you know a, a cascade or corresponding move uh, we haven't seen that yet but i think that's something to watch but will fuller is a de facto wide receiver one at this point uh give me all that um just stay healthy my man just stay healthy uh, i do think the some of the follow-on consequences i mean kiki qt is going to be a guy that's going to get you know talked up not really a big fan i mean five percenter uh and been in the league for a couple of years now it hasn't really shown much in terms of ability to stay on the field or uh, you know a, a big time volume potential it just doesn't strike me as that type of profile uh, so if, if he gets bumped up in price or anything like that I'm, I'm pretty skeptical of betting on him as a wide receiver too uh, Kenny Stills still under contract I thought he was more likely a cut than DeAndre Hopkins was a trade so who knows? Uh, you know, I guess we'll go from there. Uh, of course, we've seen the Deshaun Watson uh, is worse than Kyler Murray takes out there already. I can't get on board with that. Um, yeah, I talked sort of at, at length about the stuff I looked at in terms of what matters at quarterback and the bets you should make at quarterback. And I'll just say, Kyler Murray at, at quarterback three is not the type of bet that any of my research would ever suggest to take. So, listen, I like the guy. Uh, but my question is at what point, uh, ever really, is he going to be much more expensive than he is at quarterback three? And if you're going to pay that price for him now, all, all you're doing is capturing downside risk. That's all you're doing. Um, with another season of success, maybe then we can talk. But again, if he's, if he's quarterback five this year, quarterback three, what is he in startup drafts next year? You know, what, what is, what is that? Uh, he's what quarterback two, right? Maybe he outperforms Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's not going to jump Patrick Mahomes, I don't think. Uh, I, I would have a hard time seeing 
that scenario unless Mahomes suffers a serious injury. And so what? You're you're buying basically the potential that he could go up one spot. Uh, and there's a lot of downside risk. I mean, just look at, uh, we don't have to go back far to, to look at Baker Mayfield uh, in terms of this same story, right? The same thing. And everyone loves Baker. I love Baker. Love the metric profile. The whole nine. Got it. Um, how'd that turn out in 2019? You know, how, how's that quarterback three or quarterback two that I saw in some places, but quarterback four in terms of offseason ADP? How's that, how's that feel right now to, to Baker Mayfield owners? Not great when he's going uh, in, in the 10, 11, 12 range of startup drafts right now. It doesn't feel good. And listen, do I like Kyler Murray? Yes, but cost is everything in this world. And you have to be really careful about that cost, uh, especially with the limited hit profile to date. I just, I can't, I, listen, if I make the, again, if I, if I'm not going to make that Baker Mayfield miss again, I've identified in the book and sort of talked about that enough about how, how to avoid that miss. Um, I just I can't do it. I can't get in on it. So uh, again, if he hits, what's the what's the downside, right? What's the, how much more expensive is he really going to get? Um, so, and Watson on the flip side of that has a pretty good record of production at this point in his career. Uh, I just you know that's take the guy that has done it that's still in his you know mid 20s uh that has two top 12 seasons two top six finishes i mean take take that t- you know take that guy is is typically the bet that i would make um and so that's just that's sort of i think the the easy part of that i think the follow on the trickle down on it's is pretty interesting i i've been wondering i think there's a couple of a couple of different takes you could have on David Johnson last year. I think one of them was that David Johnson was hurt, uh, which I thought was a reasonable conclusion to come to. Uh, I thought the other reasonable conclusion to come to was is that he was just uh, had some sort of fallout with the coaching staff. Uh, and that I think that has some significance in terms of if you believe that aspect, um, you're much more likely to feel that he's got stuff left to, to give at this point in his career. Uh, if you thought that he was hurt uh, and it was some sort of back issue or, or whatever, that things were a lot worse than they were, I think with that, you're sort of of the mindset of, hey, listen, like that's that could be worse for his for his career, right? That could be that could say something about his skill instead of some sort of stylistic personal issue or style fit or something that he, he had in that new offense. So I thought those were equally plausible things. Um, with this trade, I feel better about the fact that it was personality related. It doesn't give me quite the same concern that it was uh, as a, uh, as a, as a potential injury or some sort of chronic thing, you know, in, in the, in the girly realm, right? I think that's, that's a less likely story now. So we'll see what happens to the physicals, if there's a hiccup there or anything like that. But assuming all goes well, I think this is actually good news for – set aside any usage concerns or anything like that. I think this is good news for David Johnson's profile. And now he's going to go to an offense that you – know, it's been pretty good. You got the running quarterback. Uh, you get, The offensive line was better. Uh, and they're taking away a big a – big, uh, receiving weapon. Maybe that opens up some more room in the passing game and there's not a true number one. I mean, hey, listen, you could put together a, 
a scenario where you could get David Johnson 100 plus targets again. Do I think that's a likely outcome? Probably not. But like you can paint that story to me a lot better now that I know he's been traded. It seems like it was more personality related than it was, um, you know, injury related anything like anything like that. Um, particularly because they're willing to eat that much cap. So uh, it's still even though they traded him, it's still a six million dollar dead cap hit to them. So. Uh, I think the follow-on, you know, go the other way. Uh, listen, I'm as big a DeAndre Hopkins fan as you'll find. Um, going to that offense, I mean, that gives them a true number one wide receiver. Like, granted, a little bit older. Uh, so, he, you know, he's getting on the the later side of 20. Not not old, but he is sort of on that, on that track. Uh, and there's people that will advocate, oh, this is the time to get out. This is the time to sell. My research has shown that that's not really, that's, that's, I think that's more overstated really than, than anything. So, uh, especially at this, at this point in his career, you know, in, in your mid to later twenties, uh, if you're a high draft pick, you, you tend to age better, uh, as, as that age cliff comes and it's not really an erosion of production per se it's more of an erosion of the players it's it's more of a selection thing uh, in terms of players stop playing um, and that's how they get whittled down really than it is dropping in production or anything like that so he's going to go it's going to be him Fitzgerald Christian Kirk this is obviously going to shoot a pretty big hole in uh, in Hakeem Butler you know taking those day day three wide receivers and round two of a rookie draft never a great bet uh, and these are the reasons why you do not get much time. You have to be really good really quickly. Uh, and history just shows us that doesn't happen very often. Uh, and so that's, you know, that's, that's a avoidable, ba- uh, avoidable miss typically. And, and so that's a, that's unfortunate for him. Uh, good news. I think for, uh, for Kenyon Drake, you, you know, he just gets a transition tag. He's going to um, probably be back there, I would imagine. Perform really well, really, really well in the in the offense last year. Um, his his really his best performance to date. So uh, that's a that seems like a good fit for him. They talked about wanting him back. It was just a question of how that was going to happen. Yeah, if you sort of add up the dead cap hit that you give from Johnson and and uh, whatever. Drake's tag number is, you know, you think, hey, maybe does he sign something in the Austin Eckler, you know, six to seven million dollar range long term or multi-year? I mean, that that still brings you under what David Johnson's cap hit was. So we'll see if they can get something like that done. Uh, but I think that's an interesting, you know, they, they basically got rid of their problem at running back and um, uh, should be able to get a little bit cheaper at the position while adding a, a wide receiver. I really like the deal from the Cardinals perspective. Not a big fan from... Houston's perspective at all so um, yeah but you know we'll see uh, I also think there's some room for you know, volume improvement uh, they only ran a thousand plays last year on offense for Arizona you get another year Kyler Murray uh, there were 18 turnovers in there including six lost fumbles um, you know maybe you get you get some more improvement some more efficiency out of the passing game uh, get more scoring opportunities get on the field more uh, and maybe that helps out your defense too, to some degree. Uh, you know, they, they were on the field a ton last year, gave up 442 points. Um, you know, the combination of those, maybe you get some more volume only through 554 passing attempts. That's 
a good number, um, but nothing sort of astronomical as you would think of an air raid offense. So I do think there's room to grow, and if if Hopkins can bring that out of Kyler Murray, that's certainly the that's certainly it good for Kyler Murray's stock. Uh, and I think it's a pretty neutral move for for Hopkins, honestly. Um, I think I think it's a pretty good uh, I think of all of the people I don't think he loses value. I don't really think he gains much value either. I think it's a pretty neutral move for him just in terms of my initial thoughts on that situation. Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much that trade uh, in in total. Um, I, you know, there's, there's some follow on implications. looks like Hyde will probably walk, uh, in free agency. Maybe he lands a one injury away type deal. Um, Lamar Miller similarly recovering from an injury. Um, you know, unless he comes back for like a one year prove it deal on minimum money, something like that. Uh, he, he's probably going to be moved on from as well, uh, from Houston. They still have Duke Johnson under contract. So a couple of good receiving backs if they can stay healthy in Houston. So, uh, and Kenyon Drake looks to be the the running back, the the running back one in Arizona. So that's pretty good news all around uh, in in terms of I, I really like this from Arizona's perspective. So, well, I hope you enjoyed that preview of the Analytics Dynasty Patreon content, the free agency show that I did over on the Patreon side. You can get that. The rest of that podcast, as well as all the other podcasts I have, my Dynasty tiers uh, as as well, which are a different take on rankings. You can find that all over at Analytics of Dynasty's uh, Patreon site, which is patreon.com slash analytics of Dynasty. Uh, and you can get all of the March content as well as all the, all the audio content, all the the, uh, the content in regards to the tiers which again are my take on rankings uh you can get all of that for ten dollars a month uh, and in the month month of march i'm doing a podcast a day through the end of the month so you can get all of that for ten dollars a month uh and i hope to hope you join the join that content over there and and can enjoy some of that so again i'm your host jordan mcnamara thanks so much for joining the uh, listening to the podcast i hope you enjoy this and we'll talk again soon